Hello and welcome to a Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, filming live from the infrared sunlight and sauna in my gym. I am so grateful. It's so good. You know, eight-ish months in a van, driving around, going to different farms, going to different off-the-grid places, going to different countries. <laughs> and to be back in Denver, one of the best reflections that I have is that the world is all our mirror, right? And we are always reflections of what's coming at us. And we can really do some deep growth when we realize that and take accountability for that. But also when people are around me as much as they are around me, especially in comparison to how much I've been isolated, the questions and the inquiries and the knowledge and the things that are coming out. It's so exciting because there are so many things that we are struggling with. And I used to call it, and I still call it, that's not normal. <laughs> like, okay, this is where you're at. This is where you want to be. But even if it's not like the growth mindset and I'm going and I'm improving mindset, there is a high majority of people, yourself probably included, myself included, that tolerate a level of symptoms or a level of dysfunction that if we faced it and really leaned into it or just had awareness for it could drastically improve our life. And it's not the sexy transformation overnight, sexy type of <laughs> like boom, boom, boom. Okay. And now I'm radically changed. That's why it's not quite as fun because dysfunction, accepting your dysfunction and seeing your dysfunction is the most brave thing we can do. And so I am just going to share some of the pieces that are coming up, questions that have come up this week, things that I want to share that are on my heart that are just layered. Again, we're multidimensional humans and there's no one way. There's no static way. It's constant micro adjustments and learning and understanding. And when we have that type of acceptance, we can let go of opinions, <laughs> we can release expectations, and we become a little more in flow with the universe and nature and the cycles that we actually are supposed to be living in. So um, with an open mind and an open, open heart, I just want to share some of the things. Number one, in Denver this weekend on Saturday, if you're here, please, if you know anybody in Denver, this is like understand your dysfunction 101. This is a huge piece of understanding our body is understanding our fascia and also our movement laterally. And a huge part of the problem with something like just powerlifting or just CrossFit or just strength training is that we stay in one plane. And when we can move laterally and also be adjusting our body in lateral ways, and that means, of course, dance or getting wild or just like playing more. But even in our training, we wake up different parts of our brain. And I had this really powerful moment where I was working with my trainer who's teaching on Saturday, the biomechanics functional patterns workshop in Denver. So please come tell your friends. We're going to do an ice bath and a barbecue sponsored by force of nature meets after it's going to be so great please come. <laughs> it's going to be so good. But I was working with my trainer, Brandon, who's teaching. 
And the big part of this, and this is, you know, before Brandon, it was Pasha because he taught me so much about this awareness of really engaging our glutes and changing our posture in a way that's just so tremendously beneficial for our our life, how we want run, how we walk. And my glute was firing in a way that it hadn't before, which was taking pressure off of my inner thighs, my adductors, which in turn was taking pressure off of my hip labrum. So as someone who has had a hip labral tear and has had to go through the recovery process without surgery, not to say surgery is bad always, but really booked for surgery, then deciding I'm not going to do surgery. How do I heal this through food and supplements? To find that dysfunction was so powerful because now as I start running more with our run club on Wednesdays, this is like the run club for non-runners, raise your hand, that is me. We are meeting at 6.30 on Wednesdays and it's been so fun to run with people who are like also in that relationship with running isn't maybe that great. But if I'm going to run, like I talked about last podcast, and I don't want to have dysfunction and pain and labral issues then I need to activate my glutes differently. I have to do something differently. So I was sore in the certain spot. And my friend Dave and I, who I absolutely love, Dave plays music. Every, every musician or every instrument you could think of, we're playing music tonight. And it's so powerful. It's like flute and drum and handpan. And I have some of his stuff. If you have done the bird quiz, the deer medicine, he's such a deer medicine <laughs> like facilitator. He just holds space really well. And the handpan is so deer medicine. I don't know how else to describe it, except it's the bird quiz deer medicine. And so I was in the river doing a cold plunge. He was playing music and I was just on my stomach heart in the river. Cause I wanted to like cleanse my heart chakra. I wanted to like baptize myself just like, get this energy out and that's what water can do and that's why nature holds us so strongly so my heart is in the water and I'm like kind of in a superman pose and I'm chest out I activate my glutes and I feel my glutes turn on in the way that I got them to turn on in the gym and the moment it happened my hearing literally my hearing went from maybe 80% to what felt like 20 more percent turned on. And I was able to hear way more laterally than I was if those glutes weren't activated. It was the most wild experience. I was like, holy shit, this is why. This is it. It's not just this hyperbole or like this metaphor. When we are fully engaged and fully showing up in our physical body, by facing our dysfunction and activating the right things and really in tune and taking care of ourselves, our body wakes the fuck up. Our senses wake up. And so there's an awareness, not just with when we cut sugar or when we cut things that might be not good for our system. Maybe for you, it's gluten or dairy. When there's things that kind of get removed, there's layers that get taken off so it's not so cloudy we can have clarity so we're no longer looking at people being like how do they do it because to them it's just natural that's all they see so if it's something that's hard and we're stuck in like these abnormal symptoms how to find our normalcy is by just uncovering and getting really curious no judgment no guilt awakening awakening and wakening up our body So that was my first thing I had to share because I was like, oh my God, everyone needs to be in this workshop. 
And there's lots of people doing biomechanics and functional patterns. So if you're not in Denver, look it up, try it. It's, it's something that I'm going to incorporate into platform strength in the gym here, but I just believe in it so strongly. Okay. The second thing is we have strength classes four days a week here. I'm obsessed with them. I love feeling strong, but one thing that really keeps coming up, especially for women is that you can't work out fasted. I know that's a high, that's a pretty strong opinion, but I'm just, that's one I'm going to stick with today. Because when we are working out fasted and we have nothing in our system, there's something that happens with our adrenals where our adrenals say, okay, I don't have fuel. So in order for me to be able to do this, to rev up, especially if it's high intensity interval training, or especially if you're a deer in the bird quiz and you're trying to do a lot of like mix of cardio and strength, like if you're not separating the two, then we can push our adrenals too far in order for our body to have fuel, cortisol goes up, cortisol is taking basically glucose from our muscles. And so not only are we seeing less definition in our muscles, but we're physically feeling a depletion, maybe not instantly. Some people it's instant. It's that headache right after you work out or just no energy or just the sugar cravings that can even come from this. It's a, it's a really powerful thing. So I just had a review from Allison, who just talked about how she's doing morning workouts. She loves that she's doing them. You know how hard it is to get into that routine. And if you are waking up and working out really early and you don't have anything in your system, I mean, this is where we start to like, is it the results that I'm not seeing? And that's why my motivation's gone. But she said that taking BCAAs, the Empirica BCAAs has drastically improved even her rep range, like she has energy to finish eight to 12 reps, which is that hypertrophy range. And she's able to really get engaged. And the cool thing is L-leucine, which is one of the essential amino acids, it crosses the blood brain barrier and can really dial in your focus. So it's not a caffeinated, high focus type of thing, but it is something that can really help us tune in. And I'm not somebody who believes in a pre-workout. I'll do BCAAs, and maybe a matcha, (laughs) but I don't really think like hyping our system up is all that great because then I don't have an, an, a sensor like where is my energy? Because the caffeine is telling me my energy is go. And so I have to be very careful when we're, when we have a lot on our plate, if we're in training and that's our focus, it's so fun to just go for it, you know, like taking the creatine and taking the pre-workouts. But for the most part, My thought is that we are all trying to be better and do a lot more things in our life and not just training and not just work. (laughs) Like, hopefully we're expanding our, our portfolio. As I say in my book, the fruit bowl, like what's in our fruit bowl? Is it cantaloupe and honeydew melon? That's like always out of season and it's really hard to grow both of those. I I have such appreciation when I do find them, especially organic, but like I want a fruit bowl with blackberries and papaya and dragon fruit <laughs> and so much color and like, oh, just that's what I want. I want diversity. And so really helping expand. And so that means we have a little bit more moderation, a little bit more patience in the process slow and steady. And it's just so beautiful when we, when we approach things that way, because we're not going to fall off again and again and again, and then feel like shit about ourselves. Again, this is like old story. 
feeling like shit about ourselves, feeling guilt. It's like, we don't have time for this. (laughs) Energetically, there's so much more we could put our focus on. So when, when it comes up, the guilt and the shame and the things that we do need to process, we understand how to reframe it, which leads me to my final thing I want to share. And this came up in breathwork class on Wednesdays. So we do run club. We talk about running. Like my question was like, you know, if you run, what's your relationship with running? And it was just so fun because again, all of us have a relationship with running. Like it's, there's nothing like it. There's always this relationship with running used to do it. Now I hate it. I'm not a runner. I'm not built that way. I got injured. Like whatever the story is, I think it's the one that we can really all relate to because we all have a relationship with it to some way, in some degree. So I asked everybody and we ran and we just had the best time. And we were, you know, we're running like 11 minute miles. Like this is nothing fast. There were some parts that were faster, some parts that are slower, no man or woman or anybody left behind. And then we go upstairs on the rooftop of platform strength and we do a breath work. And I've been so in love with hosting these breath works because I think the first thing that comes to mind when you think of breath work, maybe it's Wim Hof or this method or breath of fire, but I think we have to rethink what breath work means because it would be way more accessible to all of us if we just saw breath work as existence. (laughs) Think of how we live and breathe every single second. You know, there's always an action happening with breath work. So there is no wrong or right way to do breath work. And so in the class, my goal and what I've been doing is giving lots of different methodologies. So box breathing, where you breathe in for a certain amount of seconds, you hold for the same amount of seconds, you exhale for the same amount of seconds, you hold for the same amount of seconds. You can do four, six, eight. We we have done breath retention. We have done breath of fire. And, and also just these, you know, whatever comes, whatever's, whatever's talking, whatever we need. So breathwork is supposed to be very diverse and it's supposed to be very easy because even you in your daily life, driving to work or in between calls, or when you notice tension or blood pressure is up and tension is in your body, you are able to very quickly connect with it and understand it. Like, oh, you're here to support me. I breathe you in. And when I exhale, And this is the most beautiful part. When I exhale, I'm supporting every single plant that's alive. (laughs) And that just like makes me cry (laughs) every time. I don't know why. It's like the reciprocity of just our existence is enough for us to feel really good about being alive. So I have everyone in the breathwork stand up and we look for one plant And it's been so green in Denver because it's been so gorgeous and raining and crazy weather, but I never complain about the weather because it's a, it's a, it's a tool. It's talking to us, right? So we really, we're building relationship with weather as well. And I have everyone find a plant and just like tune into it, you know, like a tree or a flower or whatever you see. And just starting to remember that my exhales are exactly what they need to grow and thrive and prosper. 
And so it takes us a little bit out of this like me, 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 individual, individual, which is okay for us to be in, but there's got to be cracks in that armor that open us up to the fact that we're not on our own island. We all are experiencing very similar traumas and um, not to belittle anyone's trauma. Uh, that's not what I'm saying at all, but there's so much of the human experience that is collective and it looks different and it has different degrees, but we are all in this to, to the the amount of time that we're in it and we have to understand that we we need to reach out to people we need to understand it's not just us 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 and we can waken up a little bit faster when it's not so much like me versus me or me versus the world when other people are involved it's like showing up to a personal trainer like okay I'm gonna show up because I am there's like somebody there for me or I'm gonna meet somebody for dinner because like I know that I care about this to nurture and so it takes us out of our suffering in some way so I always think about that with breathwork like wow my exhales are like really doing something and that kind of helps if I don't know if it helps you and so in breathwork we're going through it and my amazing client Judy who I've had for in training world for since 24 hour fitness since my first job as a trainer so I guess that's been like 12, if not 13 years. And she said something so perfect. She said, like, I just feel this like vibration. You know, when we're experiencing that vibration, we can see where it is in our body. Is it in our hands or our feet? And she said, I had never experienced that before. And it's just like, yes, that's what we want. Because we need to understand that we are energy and vibration And if we can access that and feel that, we can actually start to become really, really good at getting away what we don't want or protecting ourselves, and kind of bringing in like a, a protection aura or just energy and pushing out the negative that, you know, we can say all day, don't think bad thoughts, but like sometimes we think bad thoughts. So what's going on deeper? What's the energetic thing that's happening and, and breath work awakens us to that and pushes it out. And then on the flip side, something I wanted to share as well is that it's not just like, okay, I meditated, like maybe you're a rattlesnake in the bird quiz and I meditated and I did my breath work and that's great. And I checked the box and on I go. And that's okay if we're doing it in that capacity, but this type of healing or modality or awareness is something to wake up and bring out what is submerged. And so if we are doing breath work and then we maybe get a little emotional and then we stifle the emotion or we get angry even, and we stifle the anger and this couldn't, it might not be directly correlated like breath work, right? To anger, but like within the next 24 hours, if some of this emotion comes up, it's recognizing that we're taking very submerged under the water things and bringing them to light. And so the last thing that we do is just say, okay, I did breath work. I'm done. It's recognizing and remembering when these emotions come up, that if I don't give them an avenue to be released, whether that's through singing, whether that's through crying, whether that's through punching a punching bag or a pillow, or just screaming or running and sprinting and like, ah, 
it will absolutely go back into our body, into our tissue in some other way, shape or form, or maybe exactly where it was in the first place. So really appreciating like, okay, I'm doing breath work and like, wow, I'm fucking emotional. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't stop the emotion. Let it out. Let it out because that is exactly what this whole thing is for. And this goes for sound baths too. Sound healing is really powerful at that. The first couple couple times I did sound baths, it was so intense for me that I puked within the la- the next 12 hours. You know, so we're, we're vibrating our cells and then all the negative is getting out. But then we just sit there. It's like, no, we got to sweat it out. We got to scream it out. We got to cry it out. And this is so untalked about. And it's just like with liver support, a little tangent about it. You know, if you're struggling with a pathogen or candida or your liver is just in stress, which would look like, just so you know, it could look like waking up really hot in the middle of the night. It could look like being really sensitive to smells, especially things like gasoline or getting really hungover with like very little alcohol. Just like knowing my liver is stressed comes from heat, especially in the middle of the night or for women really intense PMS symptoms, which is why like liver love, (laughs) if you're on a B vitamin or if you're, you know, you need a B vitamin, which most of us, if not all of us do a methylated B vitamin, we have custom packs that you can create. And everyone, if you're picking a B vitamin, there's a few options that I have in my supplement line. I have the vital B's which is great because it's standard B vitamins with a little bit of choline for our brain. And then I have liver love. And so I pick one or the other. And if somebody has PMS symptoms or detoxification issues, then I give them the liver love. And it's so much more dialed in for people that are having some liver support. But the thing is, this is back to the point. If I have this like, okay, I'm going to kill this pathogen or I'm going to work on this parasite. And I'm putting these things in my body, even if they're herbal antibiotics, like oregano or black walnut, and I'm not giving my liver an outlet, whether that's sweat or whether that is actual supplementation to detox and get it out of my system. It lives in our system. It goes into our joints and I feel so horrible. (laughs) And so it's the same concept, you know, our bodies are mirroring our energy. So that's something I feel really, it's really important to share. I'm hoping that I can film the breath work on Wednesday so you can be a part of it. But if you're in Denver, please come. It's uh, 6.30 p.m. run club, 7.30 p.m. breath work. And just like loving these questions and the inquiries and the, the feedback and just my heart is very grateful and full. I think I'll end with a little gratitude. I just... God, I am emotional. I, you know, no matter where you're at, like we are where our feet are. Our environment of course matters and we need to be in places that we thrive. But there's also a recognition of the universe has a timing that we can't understand. Whether that's karmic or whether that is just, there's a bigger thing, a bigger vision than we can see. And so leaning into that and just being so grateful for these experiences that I'm having and these interactions that I'm having. And I had these two brothers come from Durango, Colorado, which is where I got my van licensed. So I just feel like so extra. 
I love Durango, even though I froze my pipes and I need to fix my water tank. It was like Durango. I felt, I felt so held there. And these two brothers came 18 and 15 and it was just like the most magical thing. You know, it's like a Saturday night, it's 8 PM. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to help these brothers work out. Like this is what I'm here for. This is why I have a gym. And the little brother, I finally got some information. He was 15. He was starting his football camp the next day and was very nervous. And so I just watched his big brother take him through foam rolling and some foot drills and speed drills. And just like, it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I was just so stoked. And I talked to him. I was like, you need to be a trainer if you haven't thought of it. This could be so fun for you. His, your squat is great. Just like working on some of the things with him and his lifts, watching him take care of his brother. And it was just the most beautiful thing <laughs> of my week. Well, there was a lot of beautiful things, including the breath work. But like, damn. Damn we have to just keep looking out for each other. <laughs> and I just felt so grateful to be able to like hold space for them in that moment. And it was so small. And there's moments like this that happen all the time. But for me, it was like everything. <laughs> and that's how I feel today. I feel so grateful. I feel so grateful for the people who are supportive of my journey and the texts that I get that are just little love notes it's, it means so much. It means so much. And it's like, wow, <laughs> we're, we're doing this. We've been doing this. Some of you guys for a long time and some just brand new, but we're just living this human experience. And when we let our heart crack open and really open ourselves to what's possible, it's hard, but we let so much in so much good in. And then if it's bad, we do the breath work and get that shit out. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Thank you so much for listening to me at hippie. And I hope I get to see you in person soon. And if not, I have so much support for you. I'm doing some one-on-one training online, some three month programs. I have a beautiful new creative challenge on in the works and on its way. And then if you need any supplement support, go to myempirica.com and you'll be able to chat directly with the customer service support and me to figure out what cup, what custom supplements you need. But some of the basics, just say no, get on your magnesium. If you're not on the magnesium of Empirica, do it now. Trimag is the shit. (laughs) You can get it at myempirica.com and then use the discount code meatheadhippie for 15% off. Sending you so much love.